Welcome to Joker Men. To a very special Joker Men. I'm Evan. Oh, sorry. I, I got excited because it's Bob's birthday. I'm Ian. You, you were too excited to to wait for me to finish what I was had to had to say. You just had to blow on on that horn on that harp. I just it's 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 Bob's birthday. I, I don't know, and and he's out and about again in Santa Monica. It's just it's it's all it all feels like it's you know there's just so much energy in the air. Yeah, it's an incredible time to be alive. He looks great. He looks good. Driving that pickup truck. Yeah. In a nice kind of Western shirt. Just normal pickup truck. Being a regular guy about town. I wonder what he did in Santa Monica. Went to Erewhon. Went to Muji. <laughs> Probably not Muji. I got to get some pens. I got to get some 0.35 pens. I need a weird uh, chambray shirt that uh, costs $75 and fits really poorly. Today we have an episode that's honestly like a challenge episode. This is going to be tough. It's a fun one. For us and for you. We had to come up with some sort of fun celebratory way to mark down 80, 80 years, the big eight zero for old Bob. And what better way to do that than by talking about music that isn't Bob's. Or uh, music that is Bob's that isn't played by Bob. Uh, folks, we're doing, we're doing covers. We should point out that every single Bob-related anything, every radio station, every other Bob podcast, every other Bob blogger, they're all doing the same thing. We're all doing the... We're all doing... All the Bobcats. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> we're all doing this. Um, we're all just picking Bob covers. But what you have on Jokerman Podcast is the Jokerman Bob covers. And that's something a little special. That's better than all of the other lists of Bob covers because we have uh, good taste. And most other Bob podcasters, bloggers, cats, and so on uh, don't. Easy as that. Right. We're snobs. We're assholes. We're, we're unsufferable people. And that makes us actually kind of really well suited to being connoisseurs of Bob Dylan covers. Yes, absolutely. Uh, so the ground rules for the playlist, 80, 80 years, right? So we have 80 songs of Bob's uh, and only one entry per song. So, you know, no you get, repeats, you get, no repeats. You get a great song and you get a couple great versions. Nope. You get one version of it. So it's the canonical Jokerman version of each of these individual tracks. We did try to minimize repeat artists. Yeah. We, repeat we have some repeat artists. I, I actually was kind of down to have certain repeat artists because the fact is when you're talking about Bob Dylan covers, there's a lot of fun ones out there. There's a lot of interesting ones, but some people, some artists stand out as like, head and shoulders above the others when it comes to interpreting Bob's work. So there are some repeats. Um, there are a couple. I think repeats. there's a few Jerry Garcia covers on here. Yes, there are several Jerry covers. There are several, uh, well, you'll, you'll see as we get into it, everyone, uh, the, the couple repeats that uh, we have. The, the ones that show up multiple times all show up multiple times for a... Totally valid reason. Yeah, we tried to keep it uh, basically fun and interesting to have these covers uh, 
to pick covers that are interesting just on their own. And if they're not interesting, they're at least kind of like, you know, cool that they exist. It's, I think it's a pretty good list. Uh, just, just saying, I think it's kind of a good list and maybe you'll think so too. So hopefully you'll stick around for the rest of this. This might end up being a two parter. And, um, Without any further ado, why don't you honk on Bobo for me, Ian? Happy birthday, Bob. Happy birthday. The first track on our 80, it's it's wild. This is a long, long, this is a six hour playlist. Feel free to hit the shuffle button, gang. Six hours and 30 minutes. That's what we've got. Although I would encourage you, uh, Ian, I wish you didn't say that. I think that that's actually selling us (laughs) short. I think we actually uh, kind of put together a good playlist that is sequenced, you know, pretty well, considering we didn't look, we didn't spend like a million hours trying to get this one is not sequenced as perfectly as a Jokerman theme type uh, playlist, I should say, Uh, you know, a nice tight hour, hour and a half. It's it's sequenced pretty well, though. Given that, sure. I think we might even be surprised, and that's part of the fun and the the thrill of this whole episode, this series of episodes, is that I think you and I are going to discover some interesting things along the way. So to start with... That is certainly possible. What have we got at the very beginning of our 80 Bob covers for 80 years playlist? We've got one of the great side one track ones in Bob's discography, Changing of the Guards, from our very favorite record, Street Legal, uh, performed by noted Twitter user and generally just cool guy, especially these days, uh, Frank Black, better known as Black Francis, and the Catholics, his uh, his backing group. Changing of the Guards. Changing of the Guards. This is a great version. Um one that I didn't know existed and I think is, is just really fun to start off with. Uh, it, it seems like kind of a, um, a song that it's, it's well suited for Frank Black or Black Francis, uh, whatever you prefer that day, because it uh, gives you a little bit of a hint. Uh, it, you, you see through uh, this song some of what influenced um, the Pixies in their heyday. You, you get that abstract imagery, some of these crazy, uh, lyrical ideas. And, um, I think it's a pretty natural fit. That just feels really fun. That's my take. Yeah, I think it, it totally works. It's a pretty like straightforward kind of interpretation. You know, it sounds like what you would expect a Frank Black cover of a Bob Dylan song to sound like, you know, kind of just like chugging buzzsaw guitars and, you know, nothing flashy in terms of vocals or anything, but it's a great song. You know, there's a nice, um, like sort of, um, almost cock rocky guitar that hits in, in place of the um, horns for like that, that kind of signature changing of the guards riff. Um, it's fun. You know, it's a great song and uh, it's an interesting cut of it. It's not, there was another version of this. I think there's a Patty Smith cover of this that I was thinking about. We don't about, have any Patty Smith on here. Yeah. We don't have any Patty Smith on here. Honestly, that's sorry. Fine. Oops. Yeah. Um, you know, uh, just to bring up a fun anecdote that I like, um, do you know about the, the flyers that went out when, when Pixies were first trying to recruit members for auditions for the band? I don't know that I do. It said on the flyer, uh, you know, we're looking for members and, uh, you must like Husker Du and Peter, Paul and Mary. Well, well. That covers all your bases there, although at this point, uh, you know, 
Uh, I forget if it's Peter or Paul who's canceled, but it's it's one of them. Really? Yeah, uh, that just hit last week. Uh, what? One of the one of them was and, and actually had been canceled for quite some time. He was in jail for doing molestation, uh, and apparently Jimmy Carter um, had uh, pardoned him on like his last day of office or something. And someone wrote some big expose about all of the other people that either Peter or Paul had been molesting throughout his life. We should probably and, uh, be clear about which one it was. Yeah. Maybe, uh, I don't want to, uh, let's, let's not get ourselves sued for libel. It, uh, uh, it's Schrodinger's Peter Schrodinger's Paul It is one <laughs> of them. Uh, and none of them. Uh, it wasn't Mary. That's for sure. That's exactly correct. Um, Peter Yarrow. Okay, so Peter uh, of Peter, Paul, and Mary accused of child uh, sexual assault. This is a good time to skip on to the next song. We're off to a great start. Uh, Blown in the Wind, uh, Neil Young, a version And Crazy of, Horse. Uh, and Crazy Horse, absolutely. Crazy Horse, Wells. though, of course, was canceled recently for um, abusing um, small horse. Okay. <laughs> a pony. Uh, great version of a great song. One that I think we've, we've talked about at least we've once mentioned or twice it on the show already. There are a couple that, uh, you know, I, I couldn't resist. We had to just put these on, even though we've talked of course. about them already. To me, this is the, the best version of this song that exists. Wow. Better than the Bob version. Yes. Jesus. Just unequivocally, yeah. I think that this cover of Blowing in the Wind does something melodically with the song that I, I feel like is really powerful. Um, and it's also so cinematic the way that it starts with that, uh, the siren. Yeah. They like a, like an air raid siren and the sound of gunfire really kind of pushes the feeling that this is a song about the real world, about war. And despite, I mean, you've got that going for it. And then on top of that, You've got this just beautiful uh, melodic touch where the answer, my friend, is blowing in the wind. Yeah, it changes. It makes uh, it, that, it just gives it this gravitas that I, I just think is beautiful. It's a very Neil move. The, the next song is, of course, my back pages. Man has the mind of God, but the body of dust. Uh, I wonder if I can remember the whole thing. Probably not. Something, something. He's not a something God. Uh, uh. <laughs> Ask yourself, are you humble before God? Of course, that is um, the voice of the dude. Is it the dude? It's, is it Jeff Bridges? It's Jeff Bridges, yeah. Okay. And uh, this is from the Masked and, Mon- and, uh, Masked and Monogamous soundtrack. Um, and the Magikoro <laughs> Brothers. Yeah, it's a Japanese group covering my back pages, and it's terrific. Uh, yeah, I, re- it's, re- I should not try to sing it. <laughs> correct, you should not. But it goes... <laughs> yeah, something along those lines. And they do a great thing with it. It just It's actually like a really unique and subtle way of interpreting the song. And it's terrific. I've listened to this many times just on my own, just wanting to hear this specific version. It's, it's great. Yeah, there's a really nice kind of chiming guitar 
that uh, that takes you through most of it. You know, my back pages is originally a pretty like cut and dry. Just it's you know another side track, so it's just Bob and a guitar basically. So exactly. It sounds nice, like a uh, fleshed out band is great. There's a nice organ, indie rock sort of sound. It's it's really good. Yeah, exactly. It's really just like straightforward and like super like faithful and simple. But the fact that it's being sung in Japanese, I don't know that that adds something to it. It's, for some it's not totally faithful. They do some fun uh, melodic things with it, just sort of like that last cover of "Blown in the Wind." The next song is, uh, of course, "If Not for You" uh, by George Harrison. Kind of the definitive version of this song, I think. We- yeah, this is one that, you know, I think uh, I, I at least wanted to try to find another version of If Not For You to throw in here because there's a zillion different versions of it. But, like, just trying to find one that there's belonged only, on here there's that the wasn't one this one. That's yeah, it's the best. Just, I'm sorry. Yeah, exactly. Like, it, it felt like trying too hard. Um, there isn't going to be a Jimi Hendrix all along the Watchtower for the record. We We... Uh, got a different Jimmy track on here, unless you cut it, Evan. No, no, uh, I kept it. Okay. But, um, uh, yeah, I mean, there's no there's no arguing this one. This one, like uh, Evan said, is the Blown in the Wind. The best version is the Neil version, which you, everyone, you can get pissed at him for that. I didn't say that. This definitely is the best version of If Not For You. Uh, there's no, you know, no, no two cents. <laughs> you know no you're acting like that. people aren't going to get pissed. Uh, historically, the thing people who listen to this show get the most pissed about is anything right. related to New Morning. So the New Morning. Let's move along from there quickly, but if not for you is George Harrison he he is the best version. Come on. Yes. You went going nowhere by none other than the how do you pronounce this? The Beards? Uh the Birds. Oh, the Birds. I see. Yes. That Y does throw a lot of people off. Uh first track, side one, track one on Sweetheart of the Rodeo. The best birds record. Uh, and this, once again, best version of this song, I think, uh, despite the several different versions that Bob has recorded. I, this, um, uh, kind of, I don't know about that. I actually think the Bob version is better than, uh, on this one. I don't know about it. There's, I mean, there's multiple Bob versions. There's the, there's the Basement Tapes version, and there's also the Greatest Hits Volume 2 version. So you got to, which, which version are you even talking about there? The Bob version. Okay. <laughs> uh, Sweetheart of the Rodeo. Best Birds record when they really went kind of country for a second uh, and and embraced that as much as they possibly could. There's a nice kind of um, slide guitar on this one. Beautiful Birds harmonies. It's, uh, it's a perfect little track, perfect little morsel. Uh, the lyric is sort of inane, but like interestingly so. You know, it's, it's not exactly clear what, uh, you know. Um, Down in the easy uh, chair. Yeah, down in the easy chair means exactly. We're gonna fly you know, down in the easy yeah. chair. It's- um, but it's a lot of fun. I love it. You know, this is one of my very favorite. Uh, this is one of my favorite records of all time, and uh, this is probably the best song on the record. I would say so. Hey, birds, strong words, good time. The rodeo, the beards, can't beat it. And yes, good band. Uh, next, we've got "Foot of Pride" by Lou Reed. Have you heard of this guy, Lou Reed? Um, this is, you know, that classic eight minute song of a deep, deep <laughs> cut that didn't even come out on a record that Lou Reed decided to do at Bob Dylan's 30th anniversary concert. Uh, what more can we say about it? You know, you just, when the you foot of power comes down, there's no going back, no going back on the foot of You power. gotta love the balls on Lou 
for this like, you know, Bob Bob Dylan 30th anniversary celebration concert at Madison Square Garden with every fucking famous recording artist ever getting up there and the, all the playing biggest it's fuck you not for you to the audience blowing in the wind I'm going to do an 8 minute uh, plus version of a song that you are going to have to that no one even know. knows you're going to have to <laughs> sit there thinking you know this or or all the people in the crowd are probably just like wait wait what is it? do I know do I know this do I know I this guarantee song? I guarantee you more than half the people thought this was just Lou playing a Lou song. Yeah, probably. They were probably like, well, well I don't know that. Uh, what's that, Bob? Yeah. Fourth Time Around is the next song, but mm. Mm. it's by Yola Tango, which in Spanish version. means fourth time around. It doesn't? No, I was joking. No. M- means I have it. Uh, it's a baseball reference. Uh, beautiful version of a beautiful song. Uh, I love Yola Tango, as we know, you know, kind of uh, Bob acolytes. Certainly they've covered a zillion different Bob songs. Uh, and this is one from the I'm Not There soundtrack, which there's going to be a couple other appearances later on. Just because it's, uh, it's too well. good, you know, like we can pass up like using some of the great... Co- yeah, probably just a quick... What, what's best about that movie, not that we've seen it yet, but... Right. Yeah. The soundtrack, Uh, a quick note on that also, you know, there there have been a series or several different kind of of like Bob cover projects throughout, you know, throughout Bob cover albums, basically throughout, uh, throughout the ages. Uh, and I, I tried to stay, I think we tried to stay away from those as much as possible. Um, just cause you know, some of them feel kind of corny and, and like fake, um, but this one in particular, there are just so many great artists with so many great versions of songs. It's too uh, good. That it, we can't, yeah, it makes a couple we appearances. We can't pass that up. We can't uh, Georgia, Georgia takes lead on the vocal here. It's just a very chill and vibey. Yeah, she's got um, that beautiful uh, sonorous tone and exactly. uh, nails it. The next song yeah. is It Ain't Me, Babe by someone named, it's Johnny Cash. Yes. Yeah. You're gonna. So was, no. I'm not gonna do that. That's just. You're gonna, you're gonna pull that one. Is that John? Is that J- Johnny Cash? Is that John by John? John? John Change. <laughs> yes. <laughs> um. Great version. Great song. I don't know what to say. Uh, he's got June on this one with him towards the end. Record called Orange Blossom Special. Great name for an album. Yep, the, the, you know what the Orange Blossom special is? Is this a sex thing? No, it's a train. I've got a thing about trains. Yeah, exactly, he he literally does. It's the I got a strange special. kind of feeling when I see a passenger train. He's sitting there on on a train there on the cover. It's great. Um. You know, it's just a nice, pretty uh, country fried. It ain't me, babe. Version. Nice horns on there that kind of sound like Ring of Fire. It's who, it's, who could it's have great. guessed that Johnny Cash would have been good at sing? He could sing any Bob Dylan song he wants. He'd be yeah. incredible at it. And he, he and does Bob. a great job on this. It's you know, it's like it's like doing the dishes for him. He can just knock it out. Yeah, crack it out in his sleep. Next um, one is another Yellow Tango song, which. Is kind of an obscure Dylan track. Yes. What is this track? Even what is that? I want to be I your lover. Want to be your lover? By Prince. Yes. Uh, uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, this was a blonde. I think blonde on blonde session. Either blonde on blonde or highway uh, sessions. Uh, cutting room floor 
track, basically, that makes its appearance on the Sidetracks collection, and I think the Cutting Edge, the bootleg series from a couple years ago, where they had just every cut of everything that was recorded. Um, but it was basically Bob, you know, it, it trying to, you know, do the punk rock thing. Well, it or, sounds you know, like do, Tombstone Blues. Yeah, it's got it's got a, a, a Tombstone Blues kind of feel, and it's got a it's got a Bob's version of punk rock kind of feel, where he's just kind of like you know riffing and rambling and just like letting people cut loose on the guitar and stuff. Um, this is a pretty straightforward and faithful version of it too uh, by Yellow Tango. You know, it's not like yeah, Yellow Tango you know, actually manages to really nail the 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 sound of the band. Yeah, they kind of do it. They sound more like the 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 Dylan band than the Dylan band sounds. Uh, in some cases, that's true. At um, least on this, this one, you know, they, they're they like aiming for that and they kind of like amp up that classic sound. Which It's fun right. to hear. Yeah. Um, it's, it's the same kind of thing as, what's that other track? Um, it's called Like uh, a Rolling Stone. It's actually really famous, Ian. Yeah, yeah, no, no, no. Um, it's the one on fucking bootleg, the weird kind of like fusion track that oh, we've yeah. talked about several times. I know um, that you know that. Is it that one? No, no, no. That's that's from bootleg four. This is bootleg uh, two. I know the Remember one the, you're talking about. She's your lover. She's, she's your lover your now. Lover now. Um, yes, I don't want to be your lover. It's the same kind of thing um, where I think this, this ended up making its way into other songs. Like, I don't want to be your lover. Uh, I want to be, or I want to be your lover. I want to be your man. I think kind of got turned into, I want to be your lover, baby. I don't want to be your boss. And right. it takes a lot to laugh. It takes a train to cry. Totally. Um, so, you know, uh, as we know, Bob, Bob takes these snippets here and there and just kind of pastes them into different songs. And sometimes they're just trash that end up on the floor like this, or they turn into greatest rock and roll touchstones of all time. Uh, like, uh, like many other great tracks we know and love. The next song is a, a song called The Times They're Changing, but... Oh, I love this version. It's the fucking Beach Boys. So good. So good. What more is there to say? You hear... Uh, it sounds like Mike Love. Um, he's saying, it's a test song. Yeah, riffing there in the background. Yeah, and there's a bunch of girls who are kind of like doing that. I think this is the group of girls who... I forget what the name of their group was, but it's these girls who did the background vocals, I believe, for uh, Be True to Your School. Uh, was it? I'm pretty sure that that's, this is the same group. No, well, I guess that makes this sense. This could have been during the sessions for Be True to Your School. You hear them go, right, in the background. Right. It's kind of like they're in that mode of like doing these sort of school chant things. Yeah. And of course this is just uh, them doing a test song in the studio. And uh, it's a very just fun freewheeling pun, 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 you know, vibey version of times that are changing. It's, it's really so fun to listen to. Yeah. It's nice to hear such a like Titanic and weighty kind of song just being played by, the Beach Boys strumming along. It's literally, it's from the Beach Boys party. Like the whole album was like this. It was a bunch of cover albums or cover songs where they were all just kind of hanging out. And there's this like hangout kind of vibe written into the record. I don't know if that was actually how it was being recorded or if it was studio magic, but uh, yeah, these, the, the kind of like talking and the friendly banter here and there and the, the backing vocals is all part of this. Like, Oh, you're, you're literally hanging out with the Beach Boys on this record. Um, it's a great song. It's, it's great, great to hear these beautiful voices that we know and love 
singing another song that we are so familiar and with. having fun with it. Yeah. The next song, uh, similar to a voice we know and love and somebody having fun with the song. Mm. It's Steve Gunn and Cass McCombs. Steve Gunn, who's a, a champion of our podcast and friend of the pod, friend of the pod, possibly returning friend at some point soon. Um, Doing Wild Mountain Time with one of the great songwriters of our generation, uh, Cass McCombs. Yes. Not quite our generation, a little bit older than us, but... Um, yeah, generation-ish. Whatever that means. Uh, so this is one that isn't technically a Bob cover in that this is a classic folk song. Bob didn't write the song, but they are covering the Bob interpretation of the song. Right, so, so it I counts it- as a cover. And and Steve Gunn does a terrific job. Um, he has such a, a knack for the feel. And it's beautiful. Uh, we love Steve. We love Cass. And uh, we can't say enough about this version. Yeah, it's just so pretty. Guitars, lovely, chiming. That's, uh, I don't know. Wasn't it so nice when we had Steve Gunn on the show? I loved that episode. It was a great, one of the great, one of the great Jokerman episodes, I should say. One of, the, one of the Pantheon Jokerman episodes. Hopefully, uh, if he does indeed make his uh, next appearance, that one will go up there uh, along with the, the first one up on the show. I'm sure it will. The next That's track is uh, by um, Juan Baez. <laughs> okay, so you're keeping this bit up. It's called uh, <laughs> I Shall Be Released. This is an artist who um, is uh, someone who played with Bob Dylan before. Yes. Joan Baez, B-A-E-Z, as she spells it in Don't Look Back. She said Zed? Uh, yeah. Oh my God. She's so cool. Uh, it's beautiful, just stunningly beautiful version of a stunningly beautiful song. One of my very favorite Bob songs of all time, which never even had an official release of his, um, or at least an album release or a studio album release, I, I should say. Um, this is one song of uh, uh, from Any Day Now, which is a whole record of covers of Bob's by Joan. She just went into the studio and cut an entire record of all Bob covers. I think it was like 68. And apparently the way she picked the songs that she was going to cover is she just had a songbook of his, all his songs back and forth. She just flipped it open to random pages, pointed, and then that was the song that she covered. Wow. So cool. And she was probably able to do that in a day or two because she was obviously so familiar with all of these songs because uh, some of them are probably about her. Beautiful voice. Yeah. Next we have All the Tired Horses by a group I'm not familiar with. The Sports. Yeah, this Yeah, this was one that I wasn't familiar with either. This was kind of one that uh, we dug up, um, I dug up, uh, just kind of searching through shit. Uh, this is from the Sports cover EP, The Sports Play Dylan. Do you know The Sports? Uh, they covered... I don't know the sports, no. Uh, I, or I didn't know the sports. I do See, know. the reason why I didn't cut this from the playlist was I thought you knew the sports, and that's why I didn't want to cut it off. I think it's just fun to hear a cover of all the of all the tired. Horses. I think so too, and that's why we kept it on. Um, you can't say any more than that. It's, it's good to hear. It's uh, yeah, it's kind of a fun like new wavy version of it. It's from eighty like one indie, indie vibe kind of like yeah, nineteen eighty one. Yeah, uh, Australian band. So uh, you know, uh, it's, uh, thank you to uh, the Australian. This doesn't sound like it's from eighty one. It sounds a little bit more con- like this could pop up on Bandcamp, and I wouldn't give another. A second guess. Yeah, I think you're totally right. Um, kind of a fun cover, you know, a weird kind of like home homemade like drawing of 
um, uh, of the cover of Highway 61. It's clearly just kind of like a lark. You know, these Australian dudes liked some Dylan songs and they covered them. And I guess they ended up pressing it on an EP. Australian dudes like Jack Ladder. Yes. <laughs> Next we've got Another- uh, Karina Karina or Karina Karina. Karina, Karina. Karina. By Karine Karina. Karina Karina. Title. Yeah. I don't know why it's stylized that way. This is Marianne yeah. Faithful. Yes. What do you know about Marianne Faithful? Uh, she's, uh, that I, that she's very cool. And was she, uh, I know she, uh, broken English is a great record. Um, uh, I've got that on wax. And was she with Mick or Keith for some period of time? Right. It sounds right. I think this is true. Um, let me, let me see if this is, uh, yeah. Marianne Faithful, Mick Jagger. There we go. Uh, the coolest, most stylish creative couple of the sex revolution era began in 1966. She revolutionized sex and she revolutionized the song Kareen Karina. (laughs) (laughs) This is another uh, kind of cover record, right? It's Marie, uh, or excuse me, it's uh, rich kid blues. Uh, And there's, it's pretty funny. Um, there's other uh, Bob covers on here. There's at least one other Bob cover, isn't there? I think so. Um, yeah, it's a she, yeah. There's a Baby Blue. There is Visions of Joanna. No, quite a there few. is uh, those might be the only two. Uh, no, there's I'll Be Your Baby Tonight also. So um, all versions of that we have uh, versions of later on this. Other pod, versions uh, coming up exactly. This is a good version, sultry voice. Uh, Next, we got Nick Cave and the Bad Seeds with. Oh, yeah, this was a cool one. With a very left field. A very Nick Cave kind of pick. I mean, it's a perfect pick for Nick Cave, but this is from a little record called Down in the Groove. Down in the Groove. (laughs) Death is not the The best. Best song on Down in the Groove. He picked a good one. He did. Uh, this is from uh, Murder Ballads uh, by Nick Cave and the Bad Seeds. It fits right in, you know? That, it, it is a murder ballad. Sort of. It's kind of, uh, it could be, you know? And it's it's the closer of this record, which I think is really a beautiful choice um, to end that particular record, Murder Ballads, by Nick Cave and the Bad Seeds with this song because... For obvious reasons, you know, this is, that really does kind of like give you that uh, counterpoint to all of the grim uh, awfulness that is cataloged on that record. Yes. And you've got uh, sort of this nice thing on this song, which is somber and and dark, but has a, this really serious glimmer of hope that, that kind of is is what this song's about. So yes, great. And great uh, choice by Nick cave also features, uh, PJ Harvey and Kylie Minogue. That's right. You've got some few vocals, some very famous female backing vocals or supporting vocals rather. Um, yeah, I think they just take full verses. They, yeah, isn't yeah, even they a backing vocal kind of thing. Great. Uh, great should stuff. also be noted, uh, uh, stack Lee from world gone wrong appears on this record as stagger Lee. Right. Also. Uh, as is often the case with that, that classic tune. Yes. Yeah. I think Stackley is more. That uh, was Bob going for like the original pronunciation or something. Yeah. Bob, Bob being Bob. Um, Next we've got a. This is just a really. 
This is a good, it's a good, it's a good thing. <laughs> I'm sorry. I was just excited to get to the next song. Okay. Go for it. This is by the OJs. Mm. This is one of my favorite discoveries. This was a terrific discovery. This is a real, a real, a real killer. Uh, this is, of course, emotionally, the, emotionally yours. yours. The 1985 classic from Empire Burlesque. This song makes so much more sense as an OJ's song from whenever this was released, 1994 or something like that. It sounds like the thing that you would hear while you're like getting a, your hair cut. Yes. Or like eating fat-free frozen yogurt in uh, the food court of a mall that doesn't exist anymore. Right. It's just got that classic, like, innocuous R&B vibe. Um, In the best way. 1991. When you hear this and you know the song, that's when the magic happens. When you happen to know where this came from, like, I don't need to tell you, it's just... You got to listen to the original, you got to listen to this, and you'll you'll find something special here. And then you're going to buy it. The OJs it. yeah, are, just, they're giving it their all. It's just a beautiful, beautiful kind of like glossy early 90s soul interpretation of it. And they harmonize on it, they blow out the lyric and stuff, and like... Come baby, yeah, exactly. Yeah, that kind of Not that kind of take on the vocal me. makes so much more sense than Bob's fucking weird. Back where I come from. And that is really one of the things I think that that uh, uh, this exercise highlighted for me, at least, is just like the strength of the bones of these songs right. that Bob is writing. It the he way that they the can man be interpreted. Can't write a bad song. It not only is it like the fact that he can't write a bad song, but the way that these songs can be interpreted by so many different artists in so many different genres across so many different years, it, they're just so like flexible and pliable and bendable. It's like, it's, it's really incredible that they, they like we went, we just went from Nick cave to the OJs covering the same artist. It's just, it's insane. And we're about to go to a different artist that is, uh, needs no introduction. Fucking Nina Simone doing just like a woman. So cool. Um, I don't even need to really say much about Nina Simone. uh, Of course, makes this into like completely her own thing and does it in a way that feels like she wrote the song. Yes. It's great. Nice, beautiful, delicate little piano. But it's also so it's, it's delicate, but it's also, it's like the type of thing where she's like, playing with the song as if she wrote it. It feels like she's the one doing like, you know, her like millionth interpretation of a song that she wrote, but it's a cover. She's just, you know, that good. What can we say about Nina Simone? It's a, it's a real quiet storm kind of take on this. Uh, Most of the verses go, uh, she uh, makes love just like a woman. Uh, She breaks just like a little girl. Last verse, I Make love just like a woman. Right. I break just like a little girl. There you go. Very cool. You get that that extra dimension. Next, we got another uh, woman interpreting a, a Dylan sort of classic. You got Gotta Serve Somebody by Ed James. I think this is a Bob classic, absolutely. Uh, this has a weird like <laughs> intro where you hear like motorcycles. Revving motorcycles, yeah. Um, this one's just kind of got like a 
a fun, soulful version. Yeah, it's a pretty like really nice kind of Motown. Guitar, yeah. Yeah. Funky take on it, which again, you know, makes perfect sense coming from Edit James. Uh, or just as much sense coming from Edit James as it ever did from Bob. Um and it you know, the the horns are fat and blown out and stuff. It's it just like it it fits like a glove on a completely different artist. It's uh you know, you got you gotta just sit back and, and marvel. She makes it uh she does it easily, it sounds like. Yeah. Next you've got the Flying Burrito Brothers. One of the best bands Love with, the, the, with the worst names. I think it's a great name. If you've got to go, uh, great song, and it's done well here. You get sort of rollicking, uh, yes. fun time version. Yes, yeah, they speed it up a little bit and just kind of buzz through it real quick. I think yeah. it's like less than two minutes sort long. Of shuffle. Uh, yeah, it's a minute 50. Easy. Uh, yeah, so, you know, it, it, the, this is not really a... Uh, not a deep song necessarily. It's more of a, a bit or a joke than anything else. Uh, but revving it up and just rolling through it in a hundred seconds. This is, however long this lasts. Is a yeah. straight up chugle. This is fiery chugle. Yes, absolutely. This is some of the is, most is, in, in concise and intense chugle you'll ever hear. Yes, it's great. Next, we've got pressing on as we press mm. on through this long, long list. But this time, it's sung by. None other than John Doe of X, John Doe. the famous uh, Los Angeles punk group. but uh, One of the greats of all time. One of the things that's great about X uh, is their melodic sensibility. They're clearly one of these punk bands that like has that soft side where they, they are not just about the raw fury. They have a melodic and intellectual curiosity that uh, you, you definitely get a, a sense of... Uh, Emotional catharsis from John Doe's version of pressing on here. Yes, absolutely. Yeah, I mean X uh, X is like a real a real band, like a real talented kind of band, uh, more so than just like you know, I don't know the Germs or something like that, who, who were also great and important and cool, but were more motivated just by like you know adolescent fury than anything else. Like these were X were actual like musicians and artists and stuff, so. Um, you know, they, they're like, um, they, they obviously go in very many different directions after the original band breaks up. Uh, there's the knitters records where they just go full country for instance. And, uh, and yeah, John Doe doing this gospely kind of song. Uh, again, one of Bob's all time greats, I think pressing on uh pretty faithful interpretation. It's just, it's beautiful. It's quite faithful. Um, and it, it almost doesn't it even well. like, yeah, it works well. It, it seems less like a Bob song than many other, uh, songs on this, um, playlists do, I think. Like if you played a couple random songs sure. for someone, you know, they'd be able to identify like, oh, you know, Tom Thumbs Blues. Yeah, That's obviously no, a Bob is... Dylan song. But pressing on, like if you tell someone this is a Bob Dylan song, it seems like it might surprise them if they didn't actually know it. Um, but once again, it speaks to the man's brilliance. The fact that he's able to, to do this as, just as well as he does anything else. Next, we've got a really interesting cover of It's All Right, mm. Ma. Yes. Catano Veloso, yeah. Incredible uh, version. Suicide remarks are torn. It's great. 
he's got a very cool kind of delivery on this one. Uh, and there's a beautiful kind of like, it's mostly just like a bass guitar and this like kind of incessant drumming in the background. Yeah. Uh, that's very cool. Uh, but yeah, it, uh, you know, it, uh, it sounds like Caetano Veloso just doing a Bob Dylan song. Um, it's, uh, it's very cool. I don't know. It just throw it on. You're gonna have fun. Yeah, this is great. Next, what do we got next? We've got Lay Lady Lay, but it's by Ooh. the Hell yeah. The Isley Brothers. The Isley Brothers. Oh, so good. Of course, the Isley Brothers know how to make this sexy song even sexier. Yes. Uh also know how to make it like five times as long as it originally is. This is a ten minutes, ten minute, twenty-three second this cover. Is, this is an epic of Lay Lady Lay. It's so cool. Um and these guys it, are not le- just like they're they're not one and done. These guys are these guys are making sweet love to this song. Yeah, they're taking they're taking their time. And lest lest you think that this, you know, they they write new verses or go in some crazy instrumental breakdown, uh, you know, like you know, jazz funk odyssey or something. No, this is just it's the same couple verses over and over again. We're just gonna do it for ten and a half minutes. We're gonna do and it. You know what? It totally works. We're gonna do it low and slow. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Exactly. You can have your cake and eat it too. It's just some beautiful harmonizing. Yeah, this is uh, such a cool version of such a cool song. Um, now we're getting into stuff that I picked a couple in a row. <laughs> Two in a row. Two in a row, yeah, of ones that, I mean, I picked some of those others, but the next is this cover of Positively Fourth Street by Brian Ferry. Just incredible. So good. This is what you always wanted to hear. Um you know, I think listening to Positively Fourth Street, there might be times where you're like, ah, I wish there was a version that was like more depressing. I wish there was a sadder version. A version where the, the singer isn't just being a little bitch. A version that's like not as mean, but more like, oh, I'm, I'm in pain. And this is that it's, version where it's, it's this. It's pretty brutal. It's this like. It's this just like bleeding heart piano driven version uh, with with Brian Ferry's kind of like wounded vocal. Uh, just terrific. Yes. He's uh, really inhabiting this song uh, and I think giving it a level of like depth and seriousness that it didn't necessarily have or doesn't necessarily have with the it's original almost kind a of ridiculous amount. Like it's almost too much. But uh, when you're feel when you're really in those feelings, there's nothing like this version by Brian Ferry. Yeah. Beautiful, beautiful version, beautiful song. Next we have another beautiful version of beautiful song. <laughs> this is such a weird I, one. This is a very weird one. One that I love so much. This is, I threw it all away, but none other than Scott Walker himself. And the weirdest thing about this is that it came out um, it, at a strange time for this to come out because Scott Walker was not doing stuff like this at this point. 1996. And uh, this is kind of a one-off. I don't even know why this happened. It possibly happened for a, a movie soundtrack or something. 
Yeah, it's just on a single. Like there isn't even a B side to it. It's it, just Scott it, Walker. I, I threw it all I away. I think it was a movie soundtrack. I okay. I'm not going to look it up right now, but you've got late period, later period Scott. This is post uh, tilt doing the kind of song that he did when he was a young man. So it's it's pretty incredible. Just uh, as a Scott fan to th- to hear this. Um, my favorite thing about this version is that you've got this, uh, I don't know if you noticed this, but the way that it ends is that you have this, uh, very like almost absurdly lush production of the whole thing. Yes. And the final note, final chord that it goes out on at the very last second is, is this minor thing. You notice that? I threw it all away. And then it goes. Oh, yeah, I guess you're right. It ends on this sad note, which I think is uh, so classic Scott. Well, it's certainly appropriate for the song. And very appropriate for the song. But I think it's actually a, a subtle but really beautiful an affecting touch that uh, yeah. that it ends on this like depressive, sad thing where you, you're reminded how the song is is just sort of like a reverie about a something you lost and then you you lose it at the end. It's a perfect song. Uh, I'm looking forward to seeing where this ends up in our uh, Jokerman 100. Next, we've got. Uh, a, a song by uh, a cover by Blake Mills, who an artist who would come to play on an actual Bob original a, series of Bob originals, and, and yeah, well, he plays on Rough and Rowdy Ways. Yeah, but this was released several you know years ago. I think at this point, this was another one of those Bob cover collections, Chimes of Freedom, right? Fifty a- years of anim- Amnesty International, fifty years of anime. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> This is, uh, there's 76 songs on here. This is uh, uh, a great deep cut and one that Blake Mills does a terrific job with. It's Heart of Mine from Matt Farley's favorite album. <laughs> Shot of Love, exactly. Uh, really a fantastic song. Um, you know, uh, one, of, one of my favorites um, from the 80s, I think, in general. I, did we put this on the Best of the 80s playlist? I believe we did. Okay, I hope I hope we did. I hope to God uh, we did because it uh, it certainly belongs there. It's just it's a it's a really beautiful kind of like just like basic pop song, but it's a bit, there's like there's beauty in that. Like, yeah, and I Blake Mills it, basic uh, really song. makes it pop. Yeah, the next song. Speaking of pop, is a pop song that everybody knows. It's make you feel my love. It's Adele. We had to put it's this Adele. on here because I'm sorry. She is the one who like made this song, gave it its second life. It it really is like a song that you could, everyone in your family knows this song because of her. Yeah. People know this as an Adele song, unfortunately, which I didn't even realize before we started doing this. Like I didn't know there even was an Adele version of this, but um, I think I, I played, 
uh, Grace and I were in the car listening to Time Out of Mind at one point, and this came on. And uh, I think, as I've mentioned in the past, uh, this happens where a Bob song comes on, and she's familiar with a cover version of it, uh, and doesn't understand or doesn't recognize it as a Bob song. And she's like, "Oh, this is the Adele song." And sure enough. Here it is. I th- there was originally a Billy Joel version of this. On there the playlist, was, yeah. But, uh, I think yeah, we, I, <laughs> I took that off. Billy Joel, the uh, you know, there is one. So if you want to look it up, there is one. Yeah, it's not that. Apparently, there's a Bob Dylan version of the next song, but I I knew it as a Wiggles song. It's <laughs> uh, <was laughs> it's man gave name to all the animals. So good. It's the Wiggles. It's the Wiggles. It's the folks. Wiggles having. Being talented musicians who are adult people who have a chill. It honestly sounds pretty good. These guys are just ripping. They're just letting loose. They're having fun. And then they have to go like, yeah, it's for kids. Yeah. But they're just having fun. And they're digging into man gave names to all the animals. It's the fucking Wiggles. <laughs> on a, uh, on a record exactly called Furry Tales. Furry Tales with a bunch of people dressed up like animals on the cover. It hasn't uh, aged well. Have- They have tails uh, and there's a pirate for some reason. It's exactly what you would expect. Man gave names to all the animals to sound like played by the Wiggles. And it's honestly, it's pretty good. Like, you know, there's some nice harmonizing. There's a nice kind of bass guitar that totally mimics what was going on, on the uh, slow train version. There's a weird kind of like bassy vocalist who does half the singing. That's kind of fun. After they talk about each animal, there's someone who does the sound of the animal. The actual sound of the animal, yeah, exactly. Like growl or moo or whatever. I guess they don't do the hiss because the snake is, of course, the final animal, which leaves you on that epic cliffhanger. Yes. Uh, for those of you uh, keeping score at home, uh, we are 27 songs through. All right, moving uh, on. This, I don't even want this playlist. No, no, no. But just, uh, and we've gone from Nick Cave to Yola Tango to Steve Gunn, to the OJs, to Nina Simone, to the Wiggles. Bob, uh, Bob's ability to Scott Walker, Brian Ferry, the Isley Brothers, John Doe, the Flying Burrito Brothers. It's incredible. It's incredible. It's it's great stuff. Uh, Next, would you believe it, Joan Baez covered Bob Dylan. (laughs) We put this on here because you wanted to put quite a few on of Joan Baez. I think this might be the only other Joan cover on here. It's because I I took one or two off because there was too much. Uh, it's a beautiful version. It's Daddy, of, you've been on my mind. Something we've discussed in the past is a song about your father. Uh, something like that, perhaps. Uh, I just love hearing Joan uh, sing this song. It's a beautiful song. You I think it makes more pervert. sense as a Joan song than a Bob song, to be honest. Daddy, you've <laughs> been on my mind. <laughs> it's great. Next, we've got Love Minus Zero, No Limit. Mm-hmm. But it's Jackson Brown. Jackson Brown, yeah. Good stuff. Another entry from Chimes of Freedom. That uh, same one with Blake Mills. There's a Jackson, Miley Jackson, Cyrus yeah, cover Yeah, I know on there is. We didn't include it. Jackson yes. Brown is, uh, what, he can do no wrong, really. Yeah, he's super just like chill and like, you know, like my dad loves him. Hey, if you like music, you're going to like Jackson Brown. You're going to like Jackson Brown. Um I wish, you know, I, I feel like I need to spend some more time digging into him at some point. But, you know, he always sounds great. And this is just a pretty straightforward version of a great song. Uh, I think Bring it, all my, Bring it All Back Home might have the most entries on this playlist. I was, I was taking a look at which 
albums were represented most frequently. And like, we have like maybe 80% of the record on, on this playlist somewhere. The uh, mid to late sixties definitely seem to be the sweet spot for uh, covers. Everything Speaking from bringing it all back which, home to uh, John Wesley. The next what we got one, next? most oh, likely yeah. you go your way and I'll go mine by Patty LaBelle, Miss Patty, Patty LaBelle. LaBelle. Yes. Back to the very cool gender bending kind of, uh, I wouldn't call this, I guess, would we call this so, I don't know. This is a little funky as far as I'm concerned. Yeah. I think, I think that we might call this funk more so than soul. Um, it's a great version of, uh, when you go your way and I go mine. Yeah. It's totally funky. It it's groovy. What year is this from? Uh, I think like seventy four something 77. like that. Yeah, seventy seven. Okay, yeah. Um, great stuff. There's a nice little infectious piano riff that takes it all the way through. It uh, once again doesn't even sound like a Bob song by the end of it, which is a credit to Bob and her. Next, we've got Nashville Skyline Rag. This is just a fun one. Earl Scruggs, you get, what's the song called? It's called Nashville Skyline Rag. Yeah. And then it's Nashville Skyline Rag. It just sounds nice. It's someone playing Nashville Skyline Rag that isn't whoever played Nashville Skyline Rag on Nashville Skyline. It's Earl Scruggs. It's Earl Scruggs, correct. Next we got a super group. It's the Highwaymen. No introduction needed, the Highwaymen. Amazing super group. Willie, Johnny, Chris, and who's number four? Waylon. Waylon, that's right. And uh, there's one too many mornings. Yeah. Can't be bad. Next is uh, Una Siri This is a fun one. Di sogni. Una Siri Una di Siri di sogni. <laughs> This is, this is a cool. really great cover of Serious I of love Dreams. this. It's so cool. It is really cool. In Italian. Beautiful. This By might be Francesco. one of my, my favorite discovery of this whole time, maybe. It's so cool. So beautiful uh, to hear fr- it in Italiano. In Italiano. Uh, Francesco De Grigori. Uh, this is 2015. He put out a whole album of Bob covers. Uh, and damn, he has a Tweedledum and Tweedly D. Holy cover. shit! Uh, we're gonna have to we're gonna have to listen to that here in a second. Uh, maybe that should be on the playlist. I mean, um, we can put it on the playlist. We can do it instead way. of the next one. We don't have to say what the next one is. We can just say also next one. Tweedly oh, I, I literally have not listened to the the Tweedly D. I don't even care. I just love the idea of Tweedly D and Tweedly Dum in Italian. So that's actually All the right. next song on the playlist. We'll skip the one, the next one we have. This song that may or may may not actually be good. I'm sure it's it's good. Next one that can't be bad. It's got to be cool. The one after that is it's Harry Nilsson doing Subterranean Homesick. This one fucking rocks. I love from Pussycats. Harry Nilsson and John Lennon together. The record during which Harry Nilsson fucked up his whole voice and kind of his life, but he did it in the service of covering Dylan with zeal and relish and we all get to enjoy that 
Yeah, he turns uh, Subterranean Homesick Blues into even more of a punk rock song than it ever was, or than it was initially. You notice that he says, he wants $11 bills, you only got seven? Seven, yeah. <laughs> he's, he's either having a lot of fun with it or completely smacked out or both. Hey, it's both. Why not both? Um, Next we've got yeah. Sweetheart Like You, but it's Rod Stewart. Yes, yeah. This you was like Rod nah, not not really to be honest. But don't you like just, uh, Ooh La La by Faces? Who, that's, do I like Ooh La La by Faces? That's, that's Rod Stewart. He was in that group. Hmm. I love Sweetheart Like You. You don't even like this song that much. Yeah, it's like it's all right. I think Infidels this song is, is no Sweetheart Like You is one of the best songs in Infidels. Full stop. Uh, sure. It's one of the best songs on Infidels, if but that's like, like you was on, uh, was on blood on the tracks and nobody would even think twice. They would think it fits perfectly on there. It's just as good as anything on blood on the tracks. Sweetheart like you that's is just a as good. Nuclear no, take. Sweetheart like you is just as good as fucking like, um, Jesus. Tangle up in shelter blue. from the storm. Yeah. Yeah. Sure. Well, okay. Maybe not shelter from the storm, but like it's just <laughs> yeah. as good as like Tangle up in blue. You are, uh, it's not as like epic, uh, you know, it doesn't have that scope, but like it is, it, it would be just, it would be perfectly at home on, uh, on blood on the tracks. Sweetheart like you is a really beautiful song and it has that same milieu, that same feeling of like sort of world weary traveling man. Who's kind of like having these sort of sad luck interactions and, uh, it, it's, I think this is one of the, the best love songs Dylan ever wrote. It's, uh, and Rod Stewart sings it this time. So, you know, just to remind you, great song worth, <laughs> worth covering. Cause it's a great song. Tangled up in blue by the indigo girls. <laughs> what can we say? It's, <laughs> it's tangled up in blue by the indigo girls. For some reason there's, there is not a lot of great, uh, cover material of blood on the tracks. Is this great? It's good. Yeah, I mean, it's 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 you know, it's tangled up in blue by the Indigo Girls. It's exactly it's exactly what you expect it to be. It's a live version, you know. All the all the all the folks in the audience are uh, hooting and hollering for it. It's it's fine. I don't know. I prefer Sweetheart Like You. Uh, you well, we're gonna. <laughs> It's gonna the the hundred song countdown is gonna be a fun episode. Next, we got the man and me by this one's cool. The fucking Clash. The Clash. So cool. I don't know about you, but London Calling was one of the first albums I ever loved on my yeah, uh, that- of my own accord. Like I heard it on purpose as a young man, a young boy. And I thought, I like this record. This is a good record. Yes. I remember I loved Spanish Bombs. Me too. Spanish Bombs is one of my favorite songs ever. It still remains to So me. much fun. It's one of my favorite songs, period. Spanish Bombs. Yeah, I always was just so blown away by his vocal style of just like, Every song on there, but like, it sounds so ridiculous. 
It's cool to hear the Clash cover the man in me. It's kind of a shitty cover. Yeah, it's I think like a this bonus was actually track. done like in um, uh, probably rehearsal space. It sounds like they yeah, just it's clearly like, yeah. they they weren't actually like cutting this to be a release. It's a bonus track from like a re-release expanded version of London Calling. But just hearing the Clash, I mean, you can hear him do uh, the man in me. It's got kind of a like dubby like rhythm to it, also, which obviously makes sense for the Clash. Yeah, um, it's. Great song, great band. Uh, I, I wish I could hear it in full fidelity, but, you know, beggars can't be choosers. Next we've got Ike and Tina Turner. Need no introduction. Doing, uh, he belongs he to belongs me. He belongs to me, not she belongs to me. He. And and this is really interesting, actually, um, because this uh, version actually, like, it almost is like, it gives me a weird feeling where I'm like, is this song kind of Bob actually talking about himself to begin with? You think? When you hear he belongs to me, it's almost like you're imagining Bob as the guy who this narrator, this woman is talking about. Yeah. He's an artist. He don't look yeah, back. That's a good point. Yeah. He's got everything he needs. He's, He's an, an artist. artist. He don't, look, he don't back. look back. Damn. You start to like, think about it as like, Maybe Bob is is the one that this song is really about. Did, we, did, did you just solve it right there? I think so. I he's mean, got an Egyptian ring. It sparkles before he speaks. Before he speaks, yeah. you know, you're a, he's a hypnotist collector. You were a walking, walking antique. antique. Damn, it really does sort of like uh, flip the script in a big way. All right. Uh, I think this is a great and important. Uh, <laughs> change of, of, of the gender. Like it, it, it gives you some insight. He's, he never stumbles cause he's got no place to fall. The man's got no place to fall. It's true. Mm. He's nobody child. The, the law can't touch him at all, right. all. Yeah. It is about him, isn't it? This is about Bob. Dylan. <laughs> Breaking news on the Jokerman podcast here. A really terrific version, not only for that uh, kind of groundbreaking insight that I think it offers, but um, it's, it's Tina Turner. This is just a solid gold. Yeah, this is great. It's beautiful. And that brings us to the end of this first half uh, with song number 40. The uh, Which is just a ter- This is in the last year. I've heard a lot of Dylan covers as of you, and I think we both just recognize like this is solid gold. This came out recently. Yeah, I think it was last actually on twenty twenty. It's not new, but it came out on streaming and stuff, and um, that was the first time I heard it. This is Harry Dean Stanton and a group called The Cheap Dates doing "I'll Be Your Baby Tonight." What more can you say? Harry Dean Stanton is just a terrific. It's one of the best people of Just all time. Just a real like uh, Renaissance man. They don't make they don't an make incredible like artists. Yeah, is a beautiful singer, and to hear him do this song, it's just this is music doesn't get much better. It's so cool. Yeah, it's just a very like straightforward kind of you know country western take. Baby yeah, he plays with the tempo and the pacing and stuff a little bit. His voice sounds great. The band sounds great. The production, the, the production is yeah, great. Yeah, there's a nice it's kind of so harmony on the chorus. I'll be baby tonight. Everything is just, it just flies. Fantastic. This is 
Just magic. R.I.P. HDS. Do not fear. Yeah. Uh, R.I.P. Harry Dean Stanton. Well, uh, this has been the first half of our 40, I mean, 80, of our 80 song Bob Birthday Spectacular. And uh, before we get to the end of this, I just want to say... Happy birthday, Bob Dylan. Happy birthday, Bob. Um, to 80 more. To 80 more years. To a thousand <laughs> years of Bob. Um, you can just tell, you know, we're only halfway through this thing. There's infinite. The, the influence is infinite. The amount of, uh, of musical range, it's infinite. And the impact is just forever. Uh, we just wouldn't have shit without Bob Dylan. We wouldn't have anything. Nothing we we know and love in in modern rock music. It, it just wouldn't be there. He is the single greatest recording artist of all time. Not only that, Bob Dylan is kind of the the last great American birthright of cultural um, importance. You, you're an American boy or girl. You, you grow up and Bob Dylan's music is there for you. And it's still there, and he's still making more of it. Such a generous soul. He didn't owe us anything. And he's, look at all that he's given to us over the last six decades. You can talk as much as you want to your blue in the face about how he's a mysterious and aloof figure, but he is truly a generous soul, a generous spirit, and uh, someone who's given more than most people ever. Than anyone uh, really ever does. God bless you, Bob Dylan, and thank you. And uh, thank you for listening to Jokerman Podcast. Um, next time we'll just keep continuing our, our uh, big roundup list. But uh, for now, we just want to give a heartfelt happy birthday to Bob Dylan. Happy birthday, Bob. We love you. Jokerman. Close your eyes Close the door You don't have to worry Anymore I'm your Baby tonight Shut the light Shut the shade
Tonight. Baby, tonight. 